Hello there, hello there. Welcome to Progressive Radio Network. This is Gerald Salenti, Trends This Week. And, uh, you know, the, the music, you know, was, things were happy. No joy allowed. No beauty allowed. Yeah, check out the cover of our Trends Journal magazine this week. It's a weekly magazine. And a great piece of artwork by Anthony Frieda. And uh, really says it all. No joy or beauty allowed until the vaccine. There's uh, a Statue of Liberty with a, uh, <laughs> a mask on holding up a hypodermic needle. And that's what it's become. No joy, no beauty allowed. I'm the governor. All you are is a piece of little garbage. I'm in control. My name is Cuomo. My name is uh, Gruesome, Newsome. One after another. A freak show. How about that Gretchen Whitmer? Yeah, Whitliffs. All these people telling us what to do. No scientific evidence, violation of the Constitution. They don't have the right to do this to us. I'm going to tell you when you can take your mask off. I'm going to make up the BS of how far you can stand away from each other. Yeah, you could go to the beach, but you can't stay too close. Hey, dope, the wind's blowing everywhere. You got that in your head? Hey, don't call me a dope. I'm Andy Cuomo. My daddy got me here. I'm a lousy piece of crap, an arrogant little boy, a daddy's boy. I'm going to rename the bridge after daddy. Tappan Zee Bridge, go F yourself. It's now the Mario Cuomo Bridge. And I'm going to tell everybody else what to do. And they're going to bow down and take it and do it. No fight. No fight. A fightless, gutless nation of cowards. On the majority, of course, not the people listening to Progressive Radio Network. Different crew. You don't care about politics. Politics. Many ticks sucking the blood out of us. Sucking the life out of us. I'll tell you when you can go back to the beach. I'm, uh, I'm de Blasio, the jerk, the arrogant little nothing boy like these other guys and girls that never worked a day in their lives, that have been sucking off the public tit their whole lives and telling us what to do. You can't go to the beach. I'm the mayor. I'll tell you what to do. And I got all my little flunkies behind me to back me up. Oh, and if you get out of line, we'll send out the cops to beat you up. This is going to be a war against the people and the cops. What happened over in Minnesota with that guy, that little slime boy with his knee on that fella's neck and killing him. I couldn't watch it. And it keeps going on. Keeps going on. No fight. No fight. Little hypocrites. Gutless little boys and girls telling everybody what to do. Governor Gretchen Whitman, a governor, said Tuesday that her husband made a failed attempt at humor when he asked the boat contractor whether his status as Michigan's first gentleman would help get his boat into the water ahead of Memorial Day weekend. He thought it might get a laugh, Whitmere said of her husband, Mark Malloroy, a dentist. Yeah, what BS that is. Look at Andy Cuomo, the guy's hair's always done. Who cuts his hair? 
And now the big story is Chrissy Como. I mean, I don't feel so good anymore. Fauci implores Americans to wear masks in public. Fauci implores. Fauci, the little slimy. You know what Fauci means in Italian? Jaw. Jaw boning Fauci. Telling everybody what wear a mask. Hey, how about all the research that shows these masks aren't good to wear? How about that? No, hey, I'm Fauci. Fauci, F-U, Fauci. Yeah, get rid of that A and that, that, that I and stick a K in there. No fight. The infectious disease expert says he wears a mask to be a symbol of what you should be doing. Don't you tell me what to do. Come over here, Andy. Come over here, Fauci. And you guys, man to man, force me to put a mask on. Oh, and leave your little boys behind. Oh, and come here and try to vaccinate me. Because that's what's going to be next. Hey, you want your driver's license? Let me show you vaccination proof. You want to travel? You haven't been been vaccinated. You're not going to go anywhere. Calm down, Salenti. Be a little coward like the rest of us. Don't raise your voice. Bow down and take it up to you-know-what. Just disgusting. Fauci implores Americans. God, this is the little clown boy that said don't shake hands anymore. Yeah, stick your hand up, you knew your what? People walking down the street. Kingston is dead. It's dead up here. This place was exploding. It was so great. It was so cool. Dead. I watched people in the middle of the day, middle of the night, driving by with masks on and their windows up. Grow up. You don't breathe in that cat skill air up here. Yeah, it may kill you. It may have that coronavirus in it. Who's dying from the virus? Some 50% of the people are elderly, suffering from chronic illnesses before. Oh, people in elder care homes and nursing homes dying. Wow, blow me away. Never would have figured that out. They're never going to die, you know. They were just going there for a short trip, and they were going to come back home. People who go into elder care homes are on their way out, a lot of them, right? The average age of deaths up in Massachusetts, you know what it is? 81. 81. Italy, 80. And these politicians, man, politics, sucking the life out of people. Gone. No fight. None at all. Hey, but you wouldn't know it from the equity markets. They keep going higher. Yep. And you know why? Hope for a vaccine. That's, yes, that's been driving them up. <clears throat> that's what's been driving them up. <clears throat> How can anybody believe this little clown boy Fauci? What an arrogant piece of crap. Now he's saying... A second wave of coronavirus is not inevitable. This is the clown boy that was saying it was. This is the clown boy that said hundreds of thousands of us are going to die and it's going to be blah, blah, blah. The Imperial College. Two million Americans are going to die from the disease. It's a freak show. Look at the freaks in front of us that are telling us what to do. Freaks. Obey your freak. Obey your freak. This stock market, what a joke, what a joke.
markets going up. Oh, because the economy is opening up again. Oh, yeah, it's opening up. Opening up with two hands tied behind your back. Yeah, you can open your restaurant, but you only can have 50, 25% capacity, and nobody can come inside. If they come inside, they got to wear a mask. Oh, what fun. What fun. Isn't it great to go out and have a nice time with people serving you with masks and rubber gloves, being socially distanced? Oh, what a joy. What a joy. Joy sucked out of life. Hey, This may be my last time on progressive radio after I say what I'm going to say. How about building up your immune system? Nah, what do they know about immune systems in progressive radio network? Ah, Gary, no, nah, he doesn't know anything about that stuff and all those other people. <laughs> of course, I'm being facetious. Nobody talks about building up your immune system. Nah, don't take any supplements, no vitamins, no tinctures, don't get a good health. Hey, Domino Pizza sales are going up. So too is that Papa you-know-who. Can you imagine eating Domino's Pizza? Not on me. Huh. I'll never forget, I was in, um, went to graduate school in West Virginia, West Virginia University. This is 1968. <clears throat> I only went there because I couldn't get into any other schools, and I went to another school in Charleston, West Virginia. So if you went to college in West Virginia, you get into WVU. Anyway. I remember how excited guys were that I knew when Pizza Hut opened up. Pizza Hut. So how could people eat this stuff? And look at that. Look at well, I wonder why. Wonder why. Think about it. Let's do some uh, little testing here. This is a test. Let's go here. Coronavirus. Worldometer. How many people died in? Japan, J-A-P-A-N. <clears throat> you ready? 846 people. 846 people. Densely populated joint, isn't it? That does uh, Tokyo's and other places. How many people died in New York? About 22,000. Densely populated place, New York City. Who's dying? Could it, could it be that the people in Japan are in better health than Americans, junk food addicted Americans. And you look at the numbers, I'm not making this up. The sales of the, you know, the craft products and all this other stuff, way up, way up. Macaroni and cheese, not on me. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid in college, I used to make it macaroni and cheese, buy it for 19 cents a box. Anyway. How about the people, you got 126 million people in Japan. Under a thousand have died. <clears throat> They didn't lock down the place. Could it be people's health? How about over there in Italy? Where did most of them die? Up in the Lombardy region. You mean one of that heavily polluted area up there? That place? They locked down New York. We have the highest per capita death rate of COVID in the world. Your lockdown didn't work, you jerks. The people that were going to get it, they're going to get it. And most of the people that got it were at home and not traveling and in nursing homes. So why not quarantine those that are most susceptible to it? Fear and hysteria. The slimy mainstream media started selling this fraud 
and everybody bought it. Look at the toilet paper record, the New York Times. Go to Sunday's edition. Front page, nothing more than the names of the people that died from COVID. And inside, nearly 100,000 dead. Hey, how about the 200,000 that died last year of air pollution? Related diseases in America last year. Hey, slimy times. How about the 460,000 that died of smoke-related diseases last year? How come you didn't list them? Yep. So sad. So sad. No blowback. New study published in the medical journal, The Lancet, has revealed that sepsis accounts for one in five deaths globally. Additionally, sepsis is the most common cause of death in hospitals in the United States. According to the study, it is estimated there were 48.9 million cases of sepsis in 2017, resulting in 11 million deaths. But who cares? <laughs> we got... Uh, the virus to worry about. Yeah, that's what we're concerned about. So, 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 so sad. These people, these politicians, there's my good friend, Anthony Frieda, who's a great artist. Go to trendsjournal.com. Go to trendsjournal.com. And look at the artwork uh, of the uh, magazine covers. You know, go to the archives. I mean, there's nothing else like it. He said that these people should face justice. And I believe him 100%. They should face justice. Look at that Cuomo did. Taking sick people out of hospitals with COVID and putting them in nursing homes. The arrogance of that guy. The arrogance. But... One of the most popular politicians, speaking of which, <laughs> you know, one of my top trend forecasts for 2020 was Trump by default in 2020. And it was going to beat um, whoever ran on the Democratic Party. That was before Biden nailed it. And it still holds. He's going to win. And he's going to blame the dumbo craps for closing down the economy. And I can't stand Trump. A narcissistic freak. I agree with him 100% about not closing down the economy. So now he's going to win the swing states. The Trends Journal was the first magazine to call Trump a winner in May of 2016. Here we are in May of 2020. All the reports are coming out, all the polls showing Trump loses, just like they did back then. And I'm saying, nope, Trump wins. By default, the fault of the dumbocrats. Look at the jerks that they have running. <laughs> that disgusting human being, Biden. Murderous criminal. Another guy that's been sucking off the public tit all his life. Never worked a day in his life. Arrogant, arrogant, arrogance. Just like Andy Cuomo and his little brother Chrissy. Little boys that be nobodies if daddy wasn't there before him. And like little Anderson Cooper, Gloria Vanderbilt's boy. It's one big club and you ain't in it, said George Carlin. And boy, did he nail it. Look at your Trends Journal. You know, all well, the richer got richer. The wealth 
of U.S. billionaires soared since they closed down the economy. 40 million people gone out of work and $434 billion richer they are, according to the Institute for Policy Studies. And there is research coming out showing that some 42% of those unemployed aren't going to be coming back to work. Oh, there's going to be a recovery. It's a V-shape, a U-shape. Yeah, V-shape, yeah. Recovery. Oh, the restaurant business is going to do great. Tough times, even in good times. Commercial real estate? Forget about it. More people working at home. Go down to Wall Street. Deserted. All those restaurants, all the shops, all the businesses that rely on people going to work, commuting. Gone. And that's a new trend, by the way. There are trends that are going to bring in money. And the online education is going to be one of them. A whole new world of teaching. The current system was invented by the Persians. Not the Persians. Excuse the Prussians. Persians, Prussians, Greenberg, Iceberg. What's the difference? The Prussians invented it during the Industrial Age to get people that were making their own things to make slaves out of them, put them in big locations, tell them how to follow orders, read, write, do math, and that's the education system, the dumb system, ignorance system. The, the, the failure of the education system is so obvious by the stupidity that we're all following these moron leaders. But new interactive education, and particularly with all the new high tech happening, it's going to be a new education system. You learn from the best. You don't have to learn from somebody to pass the test, the state test that they could teach you. So you get you want, you want to learn about whatever, you could access the best in the world. A whole new world has happened because of this. So it's time for that change. And there's going to be a lot of money made in it. And it's brand new. Brand new. So there are going to be opportunities but there are going to be a lot more non-opportunities. It's going to be a difficult road ahead. Again, millions of restaurants, small businesses, never going to reopen again. Take the tourism industry. Oh, wouldn't you like to take a trip, get your temperature taken, and if your temperature doesn't work according to the BS temperature gauges they have, because those are faulty as well. All the details are in the Trends Journal. What are they going to do, arrest you? You won't be able to fly? What if you're going someplace and coming back? Now you can't come back? Oh, and if you go to England or France, you got to be quarantined for two weeks? Oh, yeah, the tourism industry is really going to bounce back. Stadiums, concerts. Oh, yeah. Oh, all those conventions. Oh, all the convention centers, they're going to do great. Going to bounce right back. Freaks that have made the people freak out. And most of the people buy it. They buy the polls. But you don't need most of the people to change. There has never been a time better than now for a new third party. Not only here, but around the world. And the third parties around the world are gaining traction. Like them or not. Vox in Spain. The uh, 
new party in AFD, the Alternative for Deutschland, you know, ADF or A- ADF, one of those. AFD, I think it is. And they're, they're all going to, populism is going to come back strong. <clears throat> I could see the European Union breaking up at some point. <clears throat> Italy, Italy is, Italy, Italy hadn't recovered from the 2008 panic. Now you got these clowns that lock down the whole place. Again, 80%, the average age of the deaths in Italy, 80%. 80 years old. And just as they marched to Mussolini, they followed Conti. Just like they hired Hitler, they marched to Merkel. One country after another. Follow your leader. Follow your leader. Your leader's in charge. You don't count for anything. All you are is a worker on the global plantation of Slavelandia. Nothing more. You do what they tell you to do. So where's this leading? What's next? We're going to tell you what's next and where it's leading. We are in a period of time unmatched in history. The Trends Journal's been on top of this, the first magazine out there calling us what it is, what's next, what it means, and how to prepare. They don't have a clue out there. They're all reacting to this. We're proacting. So we're going to take a break now. We're going to come back in a few. So stay tuned for the future. Hi, I'm Corrine Fenari, clinical nutritionist, physician assistant, and clinician. With my co-host, Cheryl Peterson. I'm a pharmacist, nutritionist, and I'm an expert in bioidentical hormone therapy. Our program is Take Charge of Your Health. For 19 years, we have been sharing cutting-edge medical information to empower the listeners. We are able to access the wisdom of thought leaders in the field of health and medicine, bringing you cutting-edge information that you can use to empower your health. So come join us Sunday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. Set your alarm. Come prepare it. Have pen and pencil and join us. We'll see you there. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is John Lobel. You can hear my show Visionaries at 10 a.m. on Mondays on PRN. And guess what? PRN now has its own app. So you've always been able to listen to our shows by going to your web browser and putting in PRN.FM. And then you can listen to the current show that's on air. But you can now download onto your smartphone. Android and iPhone, our PRN browser, search for it in your app store, and you can listen live to whatever's on at the moment. So download now our PRN.FM app. Hello, hello, hello. We're back on the Progressive Radio Show. And if anybody has any questions or answers, please feel free to call at 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. So, what in the world is going on out there? Ah, the equity markets are up. Some 200 points. Yep. Totally disconnected from the real world. Has nothing to do with it at all. The Federal Reserve is pumping in 
trillions and trillions of dollars to boost the equities. Most of the money that they pumped into the system went to the bigs. Ah, I tell you about the Trends Journal, right? Just got a, this issue is a masterpiece, thank you. It's David, don't wanna give his last name. You know, over a third of our subscription base is overseas. Yep. It's the only magazine like it, nothing else. So if you want to subscribe, go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, and read history before it happens. Because it is the only magazine that'll tell you how to prepare for the future. Because we are in territory that is uncharted. Uncharted. So, what's next? The greatest depression is what's next. We're not going to get through this thing. It's global. They're opening up bit by bit. Again, with your hands tied behind your back. And they make this stuff up. Social distancing. Again, you go to the beach and you got to be social distanced. The wind blows everywhere. Well, you could surfboard and you could, uh, but you can't go swimming. You can't go sunbathing. No vitamin D allowed. No vitamin D allowed. Stay in your house. Stay in your house. You louse. The equity markets have nothing to do with the reality of what's going on in the world. Huh. Boeing is laying off more than 6,000 employees this week. As the coronavirus pandemic hurts air travel. No, the coronavirus pandemic didn't hurt air travel. The lousy, slimy, low-life scum politics hurt air travel, hurt air travel, destroyed air travel. Again, think of all, all the businesses. Let's just go start with Boeing. All the manufacturers that manufacture the parts that they need. Yep, they're gone. All the people that used to deliver those parts, whoop, gone. All the repairs they used to do on the plane, gone. And then you think of the hospitality sector and tourism. It's start down in the Caribbean. Oh, the people down there are rich as can be. Oh, I think they rely on tourism for their income, don't they? And you know how tourism pays. Those kind of workers, next to nothing. They're out of work. I was in the Philippines a couple of years ago. Oh, it was heartbroken. Truly heartbroken. Yeah, Buddy and I were there. You know, we we're friendly with the waiters and wait staff and other people. They're making nothing. Nothing. Poverty levels, phenomenal. How bad. They're out of work. Oh, you're going to get on an airplane? You got to wear a mask the whole time? Keep breathing in that air, you air. That's it. Just, you know, not that I, I hate flying anyway. I began flying in the early 1970s, first class, when I was a government affairs specialist for major trade association. I became the number two guy running it. I was flying first class around the world. <laughs> Who would you like, sir? Lobster Thermidor? Or they roll out a roast and carve it in front of you. Those days are gone. Travel's dead. All these countries that rely on tourism, like in Italy, some 12% of its GDP, tourism-based. All the people connected to it, out of work. You talk about the restaurants. Yeah, it's not only the people working in the restaurants. How about all the people that deliver the food, that make the food, <clears throat> that supply all the, you know, the linens and on and on. And deliver them. All gone. Out of work. It's not going to bounce back. 
oh, yeah, things will open up again slowly. But bounce back to what? How low can you go? Really low. Again, if you have any questions or answers, want to talk, 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. The reason why Trump is going to win, as I said, he's going to win the swing states, like that Michigan. People can't stand that governor. Where do most of the people die in Michigan? Polluted areas, densely populated, mostly the poor. Hey, remember Cuomo turned Javits Center into the hospital over there and they brought in that, that ship, the hospital ship, because the pandemic was going to be so bad? Hey, they didn't use any of it, did they? Look at California, 40 million people. 40 million people. How many deaths do you have in California? Uh, let's see. USA, California, A, 3,852. 3,852 deaths, and they closed down the entire country, state, which is bigger than most countries, 40 million people. New York City, New York State, Nearly 30,000 dead. They locked down the place. I guess it didn't work. Oh, yeah, it worked because we would have had 60,000 dead if it didn't. Yeah, screw you. Again, the numbers add up to nothing on the grand total of deaths. The numbers, I mean, again, Massachusetts. We got about 10 million people there or something. 8 million. 6,473 people died. Out of that number, an 80 the average age being 81 years old. You're going to die at some point. What is the average age? As a matter of fact, the, the mortality rate, the um, death rates, I mean, the age is going down. People are dying earlier than before because this country is so unhealthy. we got Mike from Long Island. Hello there, Mike. Hello there, Gerald. Nice talking to you today. Um, I'm, I've been listening to you through this whole ordeal. Uh, I can't believe that there's no resistance at all. I myself would partake in it. I just don't know where to begin. Um, the, the work that you do, Gary, Utrice, but what I notice is we all get on the phone and everybody regurgitates what you people are saying and others from PRN. What I want to know is when is somebody going to get on the line and say, hey, let's start doing it. But my problem is I don't know what to do. Like, do we go to the politicians, or is that talking to a deaf ear? Do we need to take to the streets? I think part of what's going on is to keep people away from talking about this. And, of course, being a listener, I think most of us, I think other people would say the same. When we get out there, we, we give this information to people, but they just shake their heads. They're in disbelief, or they, uh, they just have that trust in that Fauci and King Cuomo and King Trump and they just don't believe it. You talk to people about a third-party system, same thing. They believe in a two-party system. Um, I, I just think you guys are just so above the rest of the world in getting this information out to us. But I think we need to get all of us that are listeners to start doing something, to get into something unified. And I'm just wondering if any of that is in the works with, um, with yourself, um, you know, I've been on the website, I'm signing up, uh, donated money to Robert F. Kennedy, to Gary, PRN. 
but there's got to be more than that. I think we have to be in their faces. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. I agree with you 100%. We have to be in their faces. Go back to um, a thing called the Berlin Wall for those of us old enough to remember. What brought down the Berlin Wall? People started protesting, and they didn't leave. Day after day, more and more people came, and they didn't leave. More and more people came, and they didn't leave. More and more people came, and they didn't leave, and they finally came down. It's up to the people. And, And as I said, the reason why Trump is going to win, he's going to win the swing states. It's the liberal states that swallow the crap. And again... I, I'm not in favor of any of this stuff. You know, the, I say liberal or the, the other states. The average person out there in these places that are demonstrating are the ones that are changing it. But you don't have that vibe in, in California or New York. There aren't. There is, I, I know top attorneys. I mean big ones. And I've been emailing them, and they haven't responded to me. These are friends. Why aren't you guys doing something to sue the state as they did in Wisconsin? And one, that's out of the news, right? It made it a couple of days. The court ruled that the governor was violating constitutional rights. We wrote about in the Trends Journal. In the details of what they said, the, 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 the judges. Why aren't you doing it here? And you don't have the fight. So, I, well, one of the things we're thinking about, Mike, you know, Judge Napolitano from Fox. He's a friend of mine. And he comes up to Kingston a couple of times a year to have dinner together. And he wants to, he, he is, he's a libertarian. And although he's on Fox, you know, he just speaks legalese and he doesn't, bend. And he said, this is totally against the constitution. He wants to hold a rally. So we're thinking of holding a July 4th rally if possible up in Kingston and to really get this thing going. And if he comes up here and I have the Fox cameras rolling, we could get some really, really good media from it. But the thing is to keep it going. And that's the most important thing. And that's not what happens in the United States. You think of all the protests, they go down to, you know, Washington. One day, boom, they're back on the buses in their home. You got to keep it going. You have to keep it going. Could you imagine a guy like Elon Musk, who is totally opposed to what's going on, multi-billionaire, if he gave $100 million to a protest, chump change in the grand scheme of things. That's what we need. We need the money behind us. You need a George Soros with a heart rather than a character like him. So that's the way I feel about it. Well, so thank you very much. Well, demonstration July 4th, I'll be up there. All right, we're thinking about it. We're, gonna, we're trying to put it together. Thank you. And, of course, we'll let everybody know. And, uh, but, again, you know, we, we have to see what the situation is. And, uh, as a matter of fact, Napolitano said to me, let Cuomo come down here and lock up Salenti and Napolitano, let him come and lock us up. So he's really against what's going on as well. And again, it has nothing to do with politics. It, it has to do with freedom and liberty. And again, you look at the cover of the Trends Journal, the trendsjournal.com, with Lady Liberty with a vaccination in her hand, you know, and, and uh, hypodermic needle ready to 
vaccinate us. And that's the only way they're going. That's why the markets are going up, because they believe there's going to be a vaccination. So anyway, thanks so much, Mike. And and um, it, it's very important. Just a couple of notes for people to watch if they want to see where things are going uh, on the equity market front. The um, You're looking at oil. Oil is a big one because they've been doing everything they can to pump the price up. Today, it's down 4%. And they're blaming it because of the tensions going on between China and Hong Kong. China and Hong Kong is a big story. It's over. The protests there are over. In, in terms of people taking to the streets, they're going to keep clamping down. You're going to see more subversion going on. China, with the with the major media focused on the COVID hysteria, now they could clamp down on the protests. The top trend, one of them we had for 2020 was New World Disorder. Talking about all the protests that were going on in India, Lebanon, France, Hong Kong, Chile, Peru, Bolivia, Colombia, South Africa, Algeria, all over the world. People protesting against corrupt governments, not having basic living standards. It was racking the world. But then when the COVID crisis came, they clamped down on it and closed it down. Very important. This is going to escalate again to levels far worse than what we saw before. Far worse. Because people are going to be desperate. This is devastating to so many people. Suicide rates going up in California, eh? Oh, all those anxiety drugs and um, can't sleep at night drugs, poop, shooting up in usage. People are down and out. And when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And you're going to see them lose it. Habu, how are you over there in Wisconsin? Well, well, very well, uh, uh, Gerald. Um, and how are you? Eh, miserable, heartbroken, sad, and uh, it just—it just makes it—it it just very sad to see uh, what's going on and how people aren't fighting back and how they suck the beauty and joy out of life. You know, you know, perhaps it has to do with this urban culture that we've become, unlike in the '30s when it was still an agriculture kind of economy, you know. People were on the farm, independent-minded. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Just two quick things I want to add. One, I think, in my humble opinion, you know, this, when the, when the pan, uh, pandemic struck and, and, you know, China went ahead and locked down, and then, uh, and then the U.S. did that later, um, albeit slop, in a sloppy way, you know, uh, to me, in, in my very limited way of looking, that was the moment, the moment in modern world history, and China has won. It is going unencumbered. And the second thing, and very briefly, is, you know, I I think Hong Kong's value is overrated. Um, 
China could could stamp on that bug if it really wanted to. It's been very patient. And, you know, these people didn't have any democracy when the British were there. Now they're kind of howling for it. But in any case, and, you know, uh, I know the, 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 uh, the, the, it's been said that, you know, all these Western um, institutions, financials, are going to leave Hong Kong. They're going to go to China because China is going to be the big uh, 800-pound gorilla in this world, not America. So... Uh, but they will kind of bring some uh, um, order to Hong Kong in a matter of speaking. That's all, Gerald. Listen, you have a nice spring and summer. Oh, thank you. And you too. The um, on, on China and Hong Kong. Yeah, they're going to clamp. Well, China held back on it because uh, Hong Kong is the, um, it's the, it's the Asian banking capital. And they don't want to lose that. Business is going to Singapore. That's what I agree with you in the long term. China, it, the, the business of China's business, the business of America's war, and China's going to be the global powerhouse in terms of econ- economy. No question about it. And I also, as, as what you said about following America, well, go to your trends journals and you go to the archive. And look at Tankman 2.0, the Chinese way, you will obey. And he put a picture of Mao up there, you know, behind it. And that's what's happened. We've gone Chinese. When China locked down the economy, uh, Yuan province and other places, oh, God, I mean, people, oh, this is terrible. But now that America and the West is doing it, it's okay. It's okay. So we've become the Chinese way. So I agree with you 100%, and that's what we've been writing about. And by the way, as I mentioned, this is they, this, they sold a hype and hysteria when it happened in China, because you go back to our cover on January 28th, Trends Journal, and it said, coronavirus, 106 dead in China. And our next line was, 1.4 billion still alive. The new Black Plague? What are you telling me 106 people die in a country, 1.4 billion, when 1.5 million die each year of air pollution-related diseases? So I also think that China used this to clamp down because they stopped the protests from happening immediately. And again, other countries are using it as well, particularly, you know, you could see it. Chile, you know, there they, they were, were demonstrations that were going off the roof. They, could, they were out of control. So thank you very much, Habu, and thank you, everyone, uh, for, for tuning in today. And remember, do what you can to continue to support Progressive Radio Network. Put your money where your heart and mind are, because we must group together to fight this. If we don't, they'll defeat us. And of course, there's the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com, the only magazine where you read history before it happens. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. La, 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 la.